This is exactly right. I said no gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. We're in the backyard. The temperature is perfect. This is podcasting weather. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. I'm actually in a light jacket. I've already had all three meals for the day. Um, I hope you're looking and feeling your best as always. And if not, maybe hit pause on the podcast and rectify that. I don't know. Do whatever you want to do. We have to listen to the podcast. Well, you have to listen. I have to you know, record it. We've got an hour or so to go, and so my job has to begin now. And I'm so thrilled about our guest. It's Alyssa Limperis. Alyssa, welcome to I Said No Gifts. I am so happy to be here, and I can't believe you've had three square. You've had your three square. You've had your three square. And folks at home, it's 6 p.m. on the dot. (laughs) This man has had three Full meals. That's incredible. Can that you imagine? Me, no, it, you. I'm, I'm like, you're an adult. That to me <laughs> makes me go, you are fully an adult. No, this, and but that's unfortunately not the what's happening. Okay. This is what happened. I had breakfast at a normal time. Sure. Lunch at like 1.30, which was a, kind of a later yeah, lunch. Yeah, later lunch. And it was a, a bigger lunch uh, because I wanted to have a breakfast sandwich for lunch. Fun, okay. Uh, and then I knew we were recording this podcast. So, you know, I always start panicking. Is my blood sugar yes. sugar going to drop? And then I'm going to get in a fight. I hear that. And I probably go in the opposite end where I'm like, what if something terrible happens with this food I'm eating? And then I'm on the podcast and, and my body is rejecting the food. So I'm going, no, afterwards, I'll feed myself so that anything that happens will be off the air. Right. I mean, while I was eating dinner, I truly did think, what if this leads to food poisoning? Right. Then my whole plan is shattered. Yes. But so far, so good. And also, maybe and I, this is the episode where I throw up and people listen to me or, throw up. Or I pass out. Right. <laughs> one of us is going to learn the lesson tonight. Annalise yeah. calls the ambulance <laughs> and we're both carted away in kind of a split stretcher. Do they put two people in an that, ambulance it, at that once? That would be nice. A split yeah. stretcher would be kind of nice. It would take the, it would kind of take the weight off of the injury if it was like, oh, hey, buddy, right. you got to kind of meet someone on the way. Kind of yeah. like a queen size bed of a stretcher. <laughs> yeah, that'd be you nice. Never, you never see a stretcher bigger than a twin bed. You really don't, but it's about time. At the very least, a plush stretcher. You're kind of, yeah, right. first class stretchers. Yeah. A double, uh, yeah, right. what's, yeah, then I guess it's queen, right? Yeah, if you're, going for, <laughs> if you're going all the way across the hospital, across the bridge. So yeah. you've only had breakfast and lunch so far. Well, I'm not a good person to ask this. I'm like a, I'm a sort of steady grazer. I, oh. I don't, so that's when I hear three square meals mm-hmm. and I'm like, that is... Yeah, that's great. That's pro- that's what you should do. But I'm I'm sort of more of a I I'm around all the time. There's food, <laughs> and it's sort of I I like graze like a like a cow, I guess. I love a graze. Yeah, I'm, I'm free range. I'm, <laughs> I'm free range in my Good for home. For you, I yeah. mean, is it like 
just like vegetables and snacks lying around and you're just kind of munching, munching, munching. Again, see, this is a three square meal guy. He goes, is it, is it vegetables? <laughs> I mean, again, we're living, we're living different lives. You're like, could it be chopped crudite and roasted from the night before? Not quite. Um, no, no, I, I do. I do. I mean, like chips, hummuses, spreads, maybe some oh. avocados, some Ooh. tomatoes, some, some, and then at night, usually I have a, a big dinner. Like a meal meal. Yeah. Yeah. See, I have to have these three goalposts yep. throughout the day. I've yes. got it. It's like I'm swimming to the next meal. <laughs> if it's not there, if I don't see it in the distance, I just sink. Okay, Absolutely but, sink. But see, then I go, what happens to you now? Are you kind of like, what else for like, does, cause that's so stressful to me. Now you're Of course, done? this crossed my mind. It was crazy. It's like, 5.30. And that's it? All of these are over. I mean, I have my evening treat. Uh, who, uh, the listener uh, knows I've got an evening treat okay, coming. What's, what's on the docket tonight? Do we know or it's is it kind of- It's going to be a cookie. A cookie. Uh, I, my birthday was a few days ago. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. I had to bring it up. Had to bring it up. Oh, happy. Um, wow. A friend gave me some delicious cookies, so I'll be eating one of those. How nice is that? <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. Do you it, have an evening treat? Well- Again, I, I would almost say I tend to eat more at night. So so it's almost like, yeah. I, oh, you know, I do. I make a little bowl. I make a little sweets bowl. Ooh. And so it's sort of a, again, it's almost the grazing equivalent where there's some like candies or leftover, whatever I have that's sweet. I put it in a little bowl. I want to hear what your dream treat bowl would be. Okay. Dream treat bowl. The the base has got to have like some sort of Swedish fish type. Oh, that. lovely. So if, if I right. want to go in that direction, it's there. And then some sort of chocolate. <laughs> vibe. And then on top of that, you would have some like maybe a matcha brownie, like oh. just a decadent, lovely, yeah, or a butterscotch brownie, something very oh sort of to, that stops you in your tracks, something right. that you go, oh my God. But then you can take time on, on the other two. Yeah. But to have that brownie in the way of those other two things, I feel like I would never get to the other two items because that's that's really the crown jewel. It is the crown jewel, but I'm sort of like, oh, I'll have a little bit of this one, a little bit of this, and then look what's waiting for me in the middle. You really are kind of just picking and choosing. You know what I think it is? I grew up with, like, I just feel like I, I grew up Greek Orthodox. Food was such a, like, we're eating this meal at this time, we're eating this. So I think when I became an adult, it was very freeing to be like, I don't, well, I can eat whenever I'm hungry. I don't have to right. eat this like cream-based casserole at <laughs> 2 p.m. just because it's Sunday or whatever. Let me ask you, uh, as uh, someone who grew up Greek Orthodox, yes. you're Greek, or at least half yep. Greek. What? I grew up 100% Greek, and then we found out like, no, I'm like 25% okay. Italian. You, do you like Greek food? You must. Yes. What do you think of the Greek food in Los Angeles? This has been a topic on this podcast before, not with a Greek person, with somebody who had no authority well, to speak to it. Well, I hope they didn't say something bad about Papa Christos, did they? No, that's the only place that I need, but that's the that's the place. That's the place. And I will say that's the place. There's no real, like, that's basically where I go. And it is incredible. And like, I feel that that's some of the best Greek. It's the closest to the feeling I got when I would like go to the Greek festival in my hometown. It's right. very, that's right near the Greek church. So, right, yeah. right. Where are you from? I'm from Massachusetts. Okay, where in Massachusetts? It's called Seekonk, and it's right on the border of Rhode Island. So, oh. like, I went to school in Providence and stuff, but it's it's in Massachusetts. How do you spell Seekonk? I'm going to have you guess. Okay. okay, Seekonk, by the way, Massachusetts. Right. Water near Rhode Island, okay. Newport, the beaches, Oh, Seekonk. so that's a nice little hit. Or you're trying hint. to trick me. You're trying to lead me down a, ba a path. Time okay, so then I'm going to start with S-E-A-K-O-N-K. Right. So, okay, it, very close. It's... I think you would think it's S-E-A and then conch, like the shell. Oh, sure, sure. 
It's just S E E K O N K. Seekonk. Yeah, so you're interesting. You're That's a great a, name. It's a great name. Seekonk. And was there a decent Greek population in Seekonk? No, maybe, but there was um, a Cranston p- Greek p- church population in Pawtucket, and my family kind of split time, but most of it was in Pawtucket, and I think there was a Greek community. There okay, at least was okay. at the church. And a decent Greek food scene, or was it mostly your parents making the Greek food? Yeah, I would say. I don't remember going out to Greek food as a kid. So it was like either we were having Greek food at the church right. or at home. What a dream. I what know. An absolute dream. I know. It was a dream. But then I, you know, I got, I, I have weird food stuff. So then I became like a vegan at a certain point. Oh. And then all of a sudden, a lot of the menu is kind of. That's a problem within the <laughs> Greek a, realm. Yes. <laughs> yes. But now my mom's adapted. She makes like vegan spanakopita and stuff. So we find a way. Greek parents find a way to to feed you. You can't, yeah. Well, and also uh, cheese has come such a far way uh, since we were, I mean, since the 90s. Cheese, good for you. Cheese has come (laughs) such a long way. It really has. Cheese, yeah. Uh, what's going on? It's uh, as of now it's October, but now it's, we're talking November, really. The listener is... You know, Thanksgiving's on the way. Oh. Are you a big Black Friday shopper? Um, I think I used to get the thrill of go- when I was younger, going mm-hmm. to this, like getting in the car with my mom and going to the rent them outlets, which oh. was this these outlets near us that had even more sales. <laughs> now I'm like, I can't be bothered. Do you know what I mean? Now it's like, if going, maybe online, but if going to the store is going to create more stress right. for a slight deal... Not for me. Not for me. No. Absolutely. When was so? Was the last time was when you were in Massachusetts? I have to imagine. Yes. Uh, though now I feel you know these Black Fridays seem to stretch. It's. I feel like there's. I think it started like four weeks ago. I think it's Black Friday right now. I got an email that was like, it was like, okay, so it doesn't mean anything, right? So I, I love a sale. I love, I love a bargain. But I think the whole idea of like. You got to shove people out of the way to get the TV. I'm like, okay, then I won't get the TV. I don't care that badly. <laughs> that doesn't appeal to me. But yeah, I I have really changed my shopping ways since the pandemic. Have you? Oh, uh, of course. It's like I never go in person anymore. Do you go grocery shopping in person? That I do. Uh, okay. And I We're still, on the same page here. I still love that. Yes. I, I think because you kind of have to be intrigued by what's in the store. Yeah, and there's, you want to see the foods and... And I would argue that there's more in the store than if you were to like shop online. Whereas I think it's the reverse for clothing stores and stuff. 100%. I think there's more options generally online than Mm -hmm. if you go into these stores. Right. Yeah. At a grocery store, they've got 10 different varieties of each item. Yes. Then you get online and you're like, well, I have to settle for that brand. Yes. It's like the third choice every time. That's not for me. No, me neither. I'm a yes. And I, I... love going to the grocery store. Oh, I, you're preaching to the choir. Of course. I adore going Three to square the grocery meal. store. I mean, you're, yes, come on. We, we, yes, there's something just about like having the cart in front of me, having my car, knowing I'm going to load it up with the bags. <laughs> did you start, in, where did you live before here? Uh, well, I'm from Utah. Okay. Uh, I have lived in New York, mm-hmm. which I imagine is where this is maybe headed yes. because that grocery shopping experience not for me. Not for me. Simply not for me. And people used to be like, what do you like about LA? And it was a, a genuine answer of like, I love going to the grocery store in my car. It's so, it's so great. Just putting your groceries in the back seat and going home. It's a thrill. You can get as many groceries as you want. Yes. And it, it's not going to affect anything. I don't think I used to really even buy bulk groceries in New York. It would just be like, right. I kind of was buying like one or two days at a time. Mm-hmm. Here, 
I could have a, a football team over and I could, <laughs> and they'd leave being like, we're too full. Yeah. I like to, like when my friends come over, I kind of overwhelm them, I feel. It's just exciting to have a lot of, a, a lot of food. Right. But yeah, that, that was a, a harder task in New York. Uh, as far as grocery stores, do you have sure. a favorite grocery store? I love Trader Joe's. It's right, classic. It's simple. But then I have, I live right near a Bristol Farms. Oh my God. I know. You're going to Bristol Farms? So sometimes by convenience, I go to Bristol Farms. But, yeah, but then you're in debt for years. Exactly. But I'll tell you this, my first apartment was across the street from Air One. Oh boy, so, there's so another. So Bristol Farms is practically For the children Costco of the Bristol Farms shoppers. <laughs> right, right. Yes. Yeah, so I was, that, that used to like, those prices almost like, enraged me because like, because it was so close that it was like if I was so hungry I had to go and I'd be looking at carrots for $8 and be like this is so but Bristol Farms is good for in a pinch I do go there a fair amount but for the staples I love Traders what about you? Uh, I'm a tra- I like a Traders I uh, I like a Target grocery I, I actually I have no problem with any grocery store to be honest I get me in a grocery store and I'll be happy I got one for you what? Gristidi's in New York. Did you ever go in there? Uh, I have been in Gristidi's. I had to take Gristidi's <laughs> off my list because I I also was like, I've never met a grocery store I don't love. And then I was like, there's too much dust in this grocery store. Like the, the colors of all of these foods are wrong. But that's <laughs> that feels to me like every grocery store in New York, that's outside, true. unless you go to a Trader Joe's or a Whole Foods. Or Fairway. Oh, I never Fairways were Fairway. thrilling. I miss Fairways. ShopRite? Shop right? Not for me. Yeah. Well, I, it's fine, but it's like kind I of I don't even know if I've been in one. It's not it's kind of like Ralph's but okay. run through the like New Yorkness of everything. Yes. Where it's just like this is miserable. I hate being here. Right. And then there's what's the one with the Z? Uh Zabars? Oh, Zabars, that's that's yeah. It's beautiful. It's like, basically like a magical cave. It's stunning. Yeah. Yeah, Zabars I only yeah, I only know from a distance. Right. I, I only certainly look at never it. purchased like anything there. Yeah, yeah, I just sort of window shop at Zabars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I stumbled I, I, when I was interning in New York years and years ago, stumbled up upon Zabars and it's like is that even how you pronounce it? Now I feel like New York shoppers are freaking out. Are going to be like, it's Z- Zabars. <laughs> I don't Look, Z- I'm not fancy yeah. enough. Or, yeah. It's, uh, but I remember going in there and just being like, oh, there is another universe that I'm not even aware of in the Absolutely. world. Absolutely. These cheeses are just growing in the store. It <laughs> yes, was crazy. Yes, yes. Yes, I've never seen nuts this caramelized. I didn't, I didn't know you could do this many things to nuts. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a uh, 14-digit salary store. Like, I'm like, the more money I make, that would just be where my money would go. That's the most exciting. Like, I don't really care about cars right. or, I don't know, even clothes, really. But if I could, like, just get, like, gourmet grocery store stuff all the time, that <laughs> would be— Without even thinking about without it. Even, yeah, without even thinking about it, that would be— that's kind right. of the peak. The idea of going in a grocery store and not thinking about a price for Ooh, a moment. Come on. Just grabbing things just, off of shelves. Yes. Oh my, I used to love that show. What was that? Supermarket Sweep. Oh yeah, was like course. That was like the, yeah. Like, yeah. You should do a supermarket sweep in Zabar's. Oh. Or Zabar's. Or my Zabar's. apologies to the grocery. Oh yeah. That, that would be, that's kind of like, <laughs> that's kind of like heaven. <laughs> yeah. That is, uh, that to me does feel a little bit like heaven where it's like, Perfectly lit. It's not too bright. Totally. It's it maybe the one grocery store I've ever been in that isn't fluorescent lights. It's like mood it's lighting. Mood light. there. It's, it's like increasing. a wine bar. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's so true. Uh, yeah, so I recommend that uh, as an experience to anyone. I don't know about it as a grocery store. Right. So, you know, you got to get your staples at. You go to Ralph's. Right. You go to Trader Joe's, you get your staples, and then you walk through Zabar's. And, and get maybe you- one 
teeny treat for exactly, yourself. Exactly, exactly. When I first moved to LA, I I lived with a couple and their baby for about three months. No and way. The first uh, horrible experience, the first red flag for me was... And you didn't know them before or you did? Did not know them before. Wow. Uh, horrible, uh, truly horrible experience. And there were so many red flags. But the first one was them saying, we'll split the groceries and it'll be $150 a week. Help. For, also, for me. Also, why would it be 150 for you? That would mean... How many groceries would that be for me? Well, right. Because also it's like, if we look at that evenly, would that mean, okay, the couple each is 150. So that's, what's that? Three, 450. Then the baby is at 150 maybe. How much food, How are, much we food are we buying? We're like feeding a church every week. Right. And also now you're at the mercy of their choices. I know. Everything about it was very odd. And you said yes. Oh, no. I absolutely said no. And oh, because I had zero money. Right. And was buying like You're like, I'm living cereal. with you two and your baby. Yes. I don't have what about a, my what situation makes you think I can afford these groceries? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, that was really the first red flag. And then I started buying basically clearance cereal, which they did not approve of. Oh. And it just was all downhill from there. Oh my God. They, they had the nerve to judge your food as well. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It was, uh, but grocery shopping, it's a different experience for everyone. Yeah, it really is. And it's uh, just wonderful. But there's, and I really could talk, maybe I should start a grocery podcast. I would, I'd come back. Just uh, mark that down for the future. Yep. That's a potential thing coming from me in the next 20 years. <laughs> Keep an eye out for wow, it. Wow, now that we're saying this, <laughs> this gift, which you'll get to later. We're well, going to get to it right now. Oh my gosh. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, I may have purchased this from one of the locations we just spoke oh of. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? But by the grace of God, <laughs> yes. Um, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm pulling the brakes on grocery talk for now. For now, yeah. Because there's obviously something else we need to talk about. Absolutely. Which we're already talking about. Now, for the folks at home, this looks like, what would you guess this is? You look at this. This looks like a wine bag to me. It's got, it's like a tall, it's about the height of a wine bottle. Sure. It has rings on it like wine stains. Yep. And then uh, I've described it. I don't know what else. It's a burgundy and a it's white. It's a burgundy, yes. which screams red wine. Yes. I mean, I was looking forward to having you on the podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, this yep. is such a warm, funny personality. What in the world could happen that would make this podcast take a sharp left towards a fight? Yes. Uh, I didn't think anything could cause that. So I was a little surprised when I... Look down the driveway, well, about 20 minutes ago now. Here you come, holding what's clearly a gift bag. And basically, even before the podcast began, you start telling me it's a gift for me. And look, I, I, if, you, if you also remember, I started apologizing profusely. <laughs> I said, look, I am sorry. I didn't, I, I had to bring something. I had to. I, you can't go into a house empty-handed. Well, you come on a podcast called I Said No Gifts with a Gift, and it's, there are some hurt feelings. Look, I, I understand that. I respect that. If, if it helps, all of these things are just from my home. <laughs> some of them I'm not even sure if they should be um, consumed. <laughs> well, uh, should I open it here on the podcast? I think that would be lovely. Okay, let's dive right into this. 
Also, your socks. This is good news. Oh, this I, is good these news. Are, these were given to me my, uh, by my mom for my birthday. Oh! Some fall leaf socks. Okay. They came right in time. I had just thrown out some other socks. And mothers know. Mothers know. A mother know. knows. A mother she always felt it. knows. Yep. When the socks hit the... Yep. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm reaching into this bag. Okay. I'm pulling out. Ah, uh, that's the wrapping. <laughs> Is the wrapping like coming un- undone as we speak? Yes, you're okay, unwrapping it. So, so, listener, what's happening is I grabbed the wrapping and it kind of must have just fallen off the gift because now I'm just holding the wrapping that came out of the gift bag. Yep. So I, I sort of used I, I sort of used it as a tissue paper. Of oh, sorts. it's a beautiful tissue paper. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Reaching further in, pulling, pulling, pulling. Okay, so now we've got some more tissue paper. Oh, now, oh, now the gift is exploding. I'm now dropping it on the ground. Okay. okay. Well, the first thing that's fallen on the ground. There's a couple. There's one. Right? There's <laughs> one melting on my pants already. Okay, we've got two chocolates. Yes. A York peppermint patty. Who doesn't love those? A dark, uh, Dove deepest dark chocolate. Deepest dark. Now, these are both, uh, there are other things in this bag. Yep. Uh, should I take of, them out now? Yeah, or, okay. they're all kind, they're kind those of are sort of adornments to the bag. Okay. Confetti. Edible confetti, kind of. Oh, yes. a little baby pumpkin. A little baby pumpkin. To sit right next to I, the pumpkin already on this table. I know. Look at that. And that was bought from the one, the only Trader Joe's. You're kidding. I kid you not. This is the most fall decorations that have ever been in my home. Two really? Pumpkins. Two pumpkins. <laughs> Two small pumpkins. Two small pumpkins. One smaller than an already <laughs> small one. Somehow, yeah. Um. Okay, well, I there are a couple things I want to... Let's talk about the pumpkin first. Please. Why did you bring me this pumpkin? Well, I love fall decor. I, <laughs> much like the, the, the supermarket, I love suburban feelings. I right, love, right. And so now I, I'm coming to a home and I go, I bet he's going to love suburban <laughs> trinkets. And I come here, what do I see? You're wearing socks with leaves on them and a pumpkin's on the table. I said, okay, I did something Jackpot. right. Checkmate. And then you say, we're going to get in a fight. And I go, oh my God, we're getting in a fight. <laughs> and so I've gone on a roller coaster of emotions, but I'm, yeah, I'm happy that this is being greeted by a friend. Is your home decorated with a lot of fall stuff right yes, now? Yes, it is. Not not a ton, but there's there every there's candles and soaps in yeah. all the, <laughs> in all the scents. Like every candle right now is either in the apple family or the pumpkin family. Oh, wow. As well as like dish soap and and then I have a lot of pumpkins. So when uh, when do you begin decorating for fall? Is it September 1st, September 22nd, October 1st? This year 1st? it was so damn hot that right. I couldn't I couldn't get myself to do it. And then I want to say like I kind of go by the Trader Joe's calendar, not to bring up Trader Joe's <laughs> too much, but when they bring the pumpkins in, I go, it's time. It's time. It's time. And so I I started stocking the Fridge. I have apple butter, pumpkin butter. Oh, kind of the, yeah. What are you putting apple butter on? I love an English muffin. Oh, talk about a midnight treat. That's like a classic for me. An, an English muffin <laughs> with maybe pumpkin butter, maybe 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 tofu cream cheese, maybe oh, maybe plain. Just plain. I know. I don't mind. I don't mind a plain uh, English muffin. I actually. love. It. Yep. It's got. They're kind of sour. Is that right? Yeah, I, think I haven't so. had one in a long time. I think they are. Maybe maybe. That's a sourdough one, maybe. Right. I have like, but they have like a, a pretty, they have a flavor. They it's have not a just flavor. bread. It's not. And there's a crunch. The consistency is right. It's kind of spongy. Yes. I love an English muffin. And it kind of does seem like a Massachusetts type snack to me. I think me. that might be it. You know, the tr- that's the truth. Like, I think that I, in all seriousness, like decorations and stuff because it's like we don't get the full seasons here. Mm-hmm. And I think that I miss home and I, I, 
I try to make it feel like home is. And I feel that my mom was big on kitschy items right. and stuff. So right. I, it's funny. You spend your whole life, you're like, I know how to get away. And then I leave, you get across the country and I'm like. No, that's all I want in the world. <laughs> I'm like putting up scented shit everywhere because I'm like, I miss it. Yeah. Uh, are you a pumpkin carver? Yes, but I feel like I did it a lot when I was younger because we had a garage. Now I don't have, like, you got a nice, I would, you have an excellent pumpkin. This is a great pumpkin You make a really station. good point. Because you kind of need that. Without that, it's it's like, I guess you could put newspapers down, but I have, mm. yeah, I don't want my floors to get right, cookie. But sticky. this, like, cement, that's, that's ideal. You hose it off. Hose that, hose that bad boy right off. <laughs> you could bob for apples back here. This is a. <laughs> I'm going to hold a, a, an autumn an carnival. House. Yes. <laughs> yes, face face painting right there. Yeah. Yeah. Are you uh do you do you carve? I don't you know, I don't I kind of have decided in the last few years that I hate it. I think that's it. I think it's, it's also not, not that fun. enjoyable. It's not. Uh mine always looks terrible. Same. My hands are cold and wet. Yep. Uh it's a mess. And then it's like, you can eat the pumpkin seeds. Like, I don't know if we want to eat those. They're like gunky. How and... about I go to Trader Joe's and have them make them for me? Exactly. And it's going to be $4 and I don't have to buy a pumpkin and get slime all over my house. Yeah, it feels like the sort of thing that I'm like, oh, if I had kids, like it's it's more that now that I see it's just like a time thing. Like our parents probably gave it to us because like, this will take up yeah, like, take a lot of time. Three hours in yes. the middle of the fall, right? Yeah, because right. when you're doing it on your own, you're like, this is kind of just, there's no purpose here and it's not that, <laughs> what, are, what are we doing? I want it to be over want it already. To be over. Yes. Apple picking I like though. I've that never still been holds apple up picking. Oh, you haven't. Have you been in LA or is this back east? I guess only back east. I don't really think I've been up here. I went to a pumpkin patch with my boyfriend in Santa Barbara last weekend. Okay. But we tried finding apple picking and we couldn't. Now, as far as apple picking goes, mm -hmm. you go to some farm. They hand you a, what, a, a basket? A basket. Uh, a bushel, a basket. A bushel, a basket. A basket. Yeah, they give you a basket, I think. And, and then, then you, do they say just go hog wild? You kind of just go roam. It's a real trust you have with them where yeah. they, they just kind of... Yeah. And is it like, take as many as you want? Kind of is the is the idea. is like, take as many as you want and then you pay by the weight. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And then there's like all these tags and you try to know which one's which. And I feel like, I, I always remember stress. I'm like, where's the honey crisp? <laughs> you never like find that. Like, you gotta go back there. It's like, yeah, it's... <laughs> It's always a large zone. I didn't realize that these apple farms had different varieties of apples. Absolutely. On them. That's the whole thing. You go, you there's like the yellow ones I really like. And you like a yellow apple? I, well, I despise. You're eating, no, what are we talking about? No, no, it's because yours are when you're thinking of it, is it mealy? Yeah, I'm thinking the, about a gas you, station. That you had, exactly. So <laughs> you're coming, you you gotta get to the patch. If you get a yellow on the patch, it's like crisp it. You ever had a yellow at the patch? Annalise uh, is shaking their Annalise, head. Annalise, no. where are you from? Boulder, Colorado. Boulder, Colorado. You've never had a yellow on the patch. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what to say. I don't know what to say. No, actually, I don't really know if Colorado, but Colorado feels like, <laughs> feels like an apple the east state. coast of the west. Like, I feel that you you all have everything. A little bit. It's a little bit. We had a lot of people from, actually from Massachusetts. I yeah. went to a lot of, I went to school with a lot of kids that their families went but there. No but no yellow apples. no yellow well, apples. A lot of mealy yellow apples. So wow. Wow. I, what's the deal? All right. I, I, 
I wish I could know the name, but there is one that if you get it at the, th- it's crisp and it's just, it's not too sweet. It's right. like, a, it's like a dry wine, but, <laughs> but of, a, of an apple. Well, I guess I've got to seek it out because yeah, the last time I had a yellow apple was probably in 1992 at like a, in a school you. cafeteria. And you went something. never again. Right. I will not, not happening be to me. Uh-uh. No, I have three of these a day and now one <laughs> is ruined. One of my meals is ruined by just this. Sweet and mealy. Disgusting. Yeah. But sometimes I find a Honeycrisp now too sweet almost. I, I don't like a sweet yeah. apple at all. I need yeah. a, you know, a Jonathan, a Granny Smith. Yep. I like an uh, uh, like a jazz or an envy. Okay, now see, this is so far out of <laughs> yeah. my realm of knowledge with apples. Yes. A jazz or an envy? <laughs> These sound like perfumes. <laughs> <laughs> you simply have to try the infatuation apple. <laughs> Oh, you haven't lived until, yeah, you've had the jasmine rain. Available at Nordstrom. <laughs> yeah. um, it's by J-Lo. It's, it's delicious. Yeah. Well, well, now this, I'm a little more intrigued about apple picking because I really imagine it's like trapped on an apple farm with sweet apples. Right. I get that. But no, no, if you go to the right zone, you can get a whole variety. And then I would make applesauce, oh apple sauce, apple cry. You're yeah. so homey. I was so homey. I'm a very homey person. Wow. So you're decorating your house mm-hmm. for fall. Mm-hmm. You're having a nice time. Yep. You brought also these two, and I feel like there might be one there, more. In, there is no, there one. are two more in here. Oh, yes. And they're dove. I think, you know, these have messages inside. They of them. do. And there are That's three part of, of the them. gift. I think all three of us should open one and read it aloud because the messages inside of a dove chocolate frequently make me so sad. Same. They're yeah. kind of the most Thank depressing you. thing in the world. Yeah, okay, and you're already Annalise. eating like a tiny kind of bad quality. <laughs> no offense. Love you, Dove. Uh, I'm eating you. But yeah, it's like things aren't going great there, uh, already. Before we open these, uh, I will say the saddest one I ever saw, my friend Leela opened one and it said, I believe it said, Dad was right. Stop. It's like, what does that <laughs> what mean? What does that mean? <laughs> Why is that in a Dove chocolate? <laughs> Dad was right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Okay, Annalise, what did you get? Be someone you look up to. <laughs> okay. From an wow. Emily N. Kansas. <laughs> oh, from these are oh, oh, they're, they're listener suggestions. Oh, they're <laughs> they're listener suggestions. Wow. Okay. Okay, listen, let's hear yours. Okay. <clears throat> Book the flight. <laughs> <laughs> Like there's two ways to look. This is from Bree from Michigan. Either that's being like, book the flight, live, laugh, love. Or it's Bree, a mother from Michigan, being like, book the flight. <laughs> you said you're coming home for Christmas. Book the flight. My mom's been asking about the Christmas flight for about six months. I thought you were going to say that Bree is booking the flight to leave her family. It's like, I've got to get out of here. Dad was book right. Book the flight. Book the flight. Get away from mom. <laughs> She's crazy. Okay, mine says, let's see here. Uh, uh, be fearlessly authentic. And that's from Soteria S. in New Jersey. Okay, so be uh, fearlessly authentic. Where are they sourcing these? Who? Where? How do we know if these are people we want to take advice right. from? <laughs> the Dove executives. We yes, of course, we've learned to trust them. Um, I'm not. Oh. This is actually yeah. Mouthful. My, bl- my blood was dropping. <laughs> the gift comes in handy. Um, I've got to. I have to finish eating this chocolate. The listener is going to be disgusted. Yes, but if you're home. Maybe this is a time to make a little treat bowl for yourself. <laughs> Get a little bowl. Maybe you have some chocolates. You have something lying around. Join us. Oh, look at that bite. I just got bit by a bug. Did you but, get a mosquito bite? But in sort of a classic, like, doesn't that just look like a classic That's mosquito bite? It's an absolute bite? classic. It's kind of just a, yeah. You the, almost, yeah. 
The thing about LA is mosquitoes weren't here until like four years ago. I heard this because I got here four years ago. It's so they've so been alarming. here the whole time yeah. for me. But the thing I've noticed, and maybe I just hadn't been bitten by a mosquito in a long time, is these mosquito bites are gone in like eight hours. I feel Good like as know. a kid, it was like, this is going to be here all week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, But this... maybe these mosquitoes are weaker. Although I've heard they're worse. They're called ankle biters. Mm-hmm. And they carry a lot of horrible things. Well, good. Anyway, <laughs> um... <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> back to Dove Chocolate. Yes. Yeah, I love it. Do you like a, a fortune cookie? I I do. I do. I like anything, like a message within, like, I'm the type of person, like a yogi tea. Mm. I'm like, oh, that was made for me. I needed that. <laughs> I'm kind of a sucker for these. I love it. I mean, with a fortune cookie, I don't eat the, the cookie. No, no I, interest whatsoever. I, yeah. I, I smash it and read. I usually take like one bite. I'm, I'm, I don't think I've ever finished a fortune cookie <laughs> in my life. It's a meal. It's, it's a, meal a meal in itself. And you've just eaten a meal. And, mm-hmm. and this, I feel like chocolate, I feel contrasts with meals. A fortune cookie is so close to almost like bread or right. pasta that it, it's usually like, well, it's close to the, right. if I just had rice, I don't. Yeah, I really, just had like, probably also had orange chicken or something. Yeah. So it's already sweetness. Yes. Um, yeah, I do love a message in any form, a Snapple fact. Well, that, I mean, rocked my world when I found those. Those are not real, right? Those are some... Oh, my... What? I'm sorry. Snapple facts are fake? I think some are real and some are fake. Can we get a fact check on Is, that? Was this like a scandal? Well, I... I maybe... I, I'm around comedians <laughs> a lot. I'm like, maybe that was a premise on a, a that joke. That feels like grounds for a lawsuit. But I think it's Snapple facts are not all real. I know Brett Michaels has his own type of Snapple. Okay, according to a 2013 uh, article... Uh, by the Atlantic. Some are real and some are not. So. Yes, yes, exactly. How is that not a I lawsuit? Know. They're called Snapple facts. You can't just be, that's misinformation. And then it's also like, well, what do we do with this? Then each one, we're, is, are we supposed to like, they should at least say if it's true or false. Right, please. Then, then what are we doing here? This is this is what's led to the anti-vax movement. Absolutely, Snapple People facts. People can't trust sources. Of course, that's where it all began. Wow. Dove, we thought these were going to be from professionals. It's from Brianna from Michigan. Right. I don't know what to believe. I've got some lady in New Jersey telling <laughs> me to be my own, my authentic self. <laughs> what? Are, she could be completely she wrong. Could be, she could be wrong. She, she's maybe trying to sabotage America. <laughs> uh, and also, like... If my authentic self is the person that's taking advice from a Dove chocolate, I don't want to be that person. person. Yeah, totally. I'll live a lie. Totally. And book that flight. Maybe I shouldn't be running away from my problems. Maybe I should be staying with them. I I don't don't know what to believe. Horrible travel advice. That that may be a travel agent. Well, that could be it. That could be after the the pandemic. JetBlue (laughs) called up Dove. They said, look, there was a solid. Say Brianna said to take the flight. Yeah. But I don't know. Michigan. Brianna M. Yeah. I'd like to know how to submit a, a, a Dove Message is that what this qualifies as? Do you have one you might you off the um, you might you might? Uh, what could I possibly? What advice could I give somebody through a Dove chocolate? Eat the cookie. <laughs> take it on home. Even <laughs> take it on home. That's a nice vague thing that you just have no take idea. Take it on home is nice. Take it on home. <laughs> yeah, completely meaningless. Uh, yeah. but feels like something that would drive someone in some direction. Totally. Take it on home, <laughs> and then yeah. Home is wherever it needs to be. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Okay. I like a meaningless platitude. Right. Because you kind of you just put whatever you want on it. You right. can make anything feel if, as like long it's as for it's like you. Nine words and has just kind of a vague thing about home or yourself. People be like, they'll oh. make it their thing. Yeah. It's like, oh gosh, you're so right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, it is. 
a shame that Dove is kind of the only candy that's offering a message. Why not just put a message in everything? You know, that's so true. Or like, like, do you ever have like frozen burritos? I haven't had a frozen burrito in a long time. There was a, I'm from Utah and there was a brand, well, I won't say the brand because yes. I don't, I don't want to get sued by them. Yes. But apparently someone found a beak in their burrito. <laughs> oh! A freaking beak? And then beak? a woman fell into the salsa vat at the factory. What? These things happened at this burrito place, the frozen burrito place. Do you imagine those people being like, well, it can't get any worse than a beak (laughs) beak and a burrito. And then they're like, bad news. I mean, Nancy went down. That's that's how the Joker happened. He falls into a vat of toxic something. Wait, did she just, was it kind of like the woman who fell into the grapes on like that viral news thing? Like, did she kind of fall in and then they were like, like they just got her out? Or did she She die? She died? Yes, as far as I remember. There was like this, this period in my life, like in the mid to late 90s, where I remember all these stories like Burlington Coat Factory was using dog hair and uh, this burrito place, the woman fell in the vat. Someone found a beak in their burrito. And now I feel like I'm not getting as much of that as I uh, need. Oh, my goodness. But I, I'm sorry to derail. What were you talking about with frozen burritos? No, I can't possibly. I'm so sorry to this woman who passed on. I was sort of picturing <laughs> someone like getting out of the vat covered in salsa like, you'll never guess what happened to me today. <laughs> I I feel, oh, I I feel terrible. Wow. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that is very sad. Um, I was just going to say it would be very nice because when I'm having a frozen burr, it's not the best day. It's like, so if a frozen, if inside of that it said like, "Tomorrow's a new day," or something, <laughs> yes. that would save lives. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I think it was like, "Yeah, you're doing great. Yeah, you're, you're doing the best you can, and that's enough." If it's that, it's only of- up from here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you're making a frozen burrito, microwave or oven? Well, I always do microwave. I mean, I'm tempted by oven, but it's usually. 45 minutes in the oven. At that point, it's like, well, I would do something else. I would make a meal. Yeah, the goal of this is is speed, not sort of taste, really. Yeah. So when when you put yours in the microwave, do you put a paper towel over it? I don't do any of that. (laughs) I don't do any of that. Yeah, get a damp paper towel. It's like, you got the wrong gal. <laughs> that's uh, that's not what I'm doing here. I mean, I've gotten better now. Like when I was first in LA, I had a similar, I just, I feel like my current place, I now have a kitchen and I grocery shop and stuff. But in the beginning, I didn't have a car when I got here. And I was, mm-hmm. I was very like frozen meals and, right. and yeah. Yeah, those frozen meals. They're could, not bad. I mean, not, you know, of course they're yeah. fine, but they could use a little pick-me-up message or yes. something to encourage or even like a nice song recommendation. Oh, that something. could be fun. Maybe just a phone number that you can call <laughs> and somebody's on the other yeah. end to encourage you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's true. They're nice staples. They're good to have. Oh, I actually really like, there's these, what's it called? The tattoo? Because I'm on the road a bit sometimes for, right, right. for comedy and... Uh, and I'm, you know, vegan, so it's a little tough sometimes, but the Tattooed Chef. Ooh, have you ever had these, no. folks? Have you ever had these? It's called the Tattooed Chef. The Tattooed chef. chef. I don't know who these chefs are, but they make a great, like, Buddha bowl. And oh. I can't tell you how many I've eaten. And those, to me, so I prefer that over something I could get at a restaurant. I buy those. And, yes. This is available at your local grocer. They're hard to find. And when I find them, I buy a lot. Okay. But okay. they're they're just fabulous. Wow. Chickpeas and cauliflower and, and it's... Wow, that sounds great. I love them. I mean, uh, speaking of Trader Joe's, they've got some great uh, along those lines. They have an equivalent there as well. It's a blue box and it has like tofu and 
And but the tattooed chefs is a little bit more dynamic flavor wise, oh, I would say. Right. I've got to look yeah. for the tattooed chef. Yeah, they have a bunch of stuff, but the the one that I love is the is the Buddha bowl. Do you know what I uh, realized about myself recently? Please. Is I don't like to hear people call each other chef. Oh well, it's become a big thing. It, it makes me feel embarrassed. There's like I don't know what's driving it, but I feel embarrassed. With, and my apologies to the chef community, but yes, there's something about that that feel just makes me uncomfortable. I have a question for you: Were you an athlete? No, uh, I mean, God bless that you even asked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, hey, uh, I was an athlete, and I loved lo- and still call my coach coach. Oh, so I think for sure. me, I see the chef right. and I see coach, and I go, I get it. I get it. It's like their version of coach. And for as long as I live, I will call my coach coach, even though I haven't run for my coach in, what, 20 years or whatever. And I think that for that exact reason is why I don't like any Mm -hmm. of this. Is like there's some sort of, it's almost straight culture. Yes, that probably is it. It feels it because it's chef, coach. Uh, Yeah. It's got that. uh, Sergeant. Yes, sergeant. Yes, that's it. That's it. That's it. Interesting. I think we've we've un, yeah. And there's something to me that's very, uh, safe about the coach, like chef. It's like this person's telling me what to do, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna, yeah. You know that they have a skill set. You know that they've earned it. Yes. Yeah, I doctor. just. Do you like? Do you mind doctor? Doctor is the one I'll I'll do. But I actually have never called one of my doctors doctor. Have you? Yes. See, see, I think we're uncovering something. I <laughs> I I call my therapist doctor, and I don't even know if that's like <laughs> the proper. But right, never, that would be like a psychiatrist, right? right? But, but I call a, a doctor because I'm just like, uh, uh, I, I went to Catholic school too, so I'm probably like, you know. Oh yeah, this is all just this been is all really ground into exactly, you, basically. Exactly, where it's like you don't call someone by their, yeah, even old, like, friends, I call their parents, like, Mrs. and Mr. Wow, it's uh, so yeah. old-fashioned. Yeah, yeah. Would you answer the phone as a kid at, uh, like, Limparis residence? Um, I think it was just, hi, this is Alyssa, may I ask who's speaking, please? But it was always, may I ask <laughs> oh who's speaking, please? <laughs> Were you sitting at a desk every time? <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yes. Wow, that's great. How professional. I know, I know. But you know, yeah, I, my parent, my grandparents lived with us. I had a very like old school. <laughs> I love that. My That's... parents, I feel like I've said this before, but so apologies if you've heard me say this before. <laughs> but um, my dad had to go to my mom's house. She was like, whatever, 20. So she had to go to, my dad had to go to my mom's parents' place. Right. And they had to have dinner together before he took her out. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. That yeah. your mom's parents just wanted to make sure this guy was mm-hmm. good. For, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, I got bad news, mom. Things are going to be a little <laughs> a little different for me. <laughs> yeah, I sort of broke that tradition. I mean, uh, if that were to happen now in any... Be, it would be a red flag. Yeah, You'd go, oh yeah, my run, God, run. <laughs> absolutely run from this group of people. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, things have changed. Yeah, yeah. Some. Some ways. Wait, how did we get? Oh, yeah, answering chef. the phone, chef. Chef, yes, makes chef. me so uncomfortable. And do you hear people like? Is this something that you hear at a restaurant, like, or is it more in, in media? In like, like right now, chopped. Oh, chopped. Uh, I wanted to be able to watch uh, the bear, but they do it in that. <laughs> it was like, like my, my worst nightmare. <laughs> I love like I know right everyone that in it's love great. The show. It's, a great yep. it's like, and like I watched the pilot. It's like I can see why people like this. I had to turn it off. Yeah, because of the chef. I simply couldn't listen to I it. I get it. If you don't like that phrase, that's not the show. The show it's truly like in the first five minutes, I felt like I was ODing. It was crazy. <laughs> 
But it is something nice to learn about yourself. Yes, just it's like, good to know things you don't like. Great, I don't like maybe that. Maybe I need to just, uh, maybe I need to grow up. Maybe I need no. to accept that. No, maybe, maybe I need to let go of the <laughs> of the the hold that Catholicism has on me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the doctor thing, that does... Doctor. Uh, is, I'm going to try that next time I see my doctor. I'm gonna, so what do, wait, what do you call it? Or do you just not address I say them? hi. Yeah, okay, okay. I called my doctor high. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to imagine a scenario. I think it would have to be like a dark scenario or like, doctor, what are the results? <laughs> <laughs> doctor, hit me straight. Am I going to live? Like, that's kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Otherwise, doctor, I can't imagine any scenario where I would use that title. Oh, yeah, I'm using it all the time. If I have like a cough, I'm like, hi, doctor, thank you for meeting with me. I mean, I'm not kidding. I'm also kind of a hypochondriac, so I'm meeting with my doctor all the time and I respect his opinion so much because I'm like... Yeah. Are you a uh, teledoctor or in-person doctor? I used to be in-person, but now I'm all basically all teledoc unless I guess I have to get blood drawn or something right, or x-rays. Right. But Is that what it's called, teledoctor? Am I, do I sound like a th- I'm a thousand years old? Yeah, are we? Yeah. I teledoc? <laughs> yeah, are we? Are we boomers? Yeah. No, I teledoc. <laughs> teledoc. Uh, I had an experience with teledocs pre-pandemic that mm. was a nightmare like misdiagnosed. It was just so terrible. Uh, but then, of course, over the pandemic. It got so good. But then I'm now back to in-person. Okay. Because I just like to, like, I need, I need you to see the 3D version of this. That, that's fair. I, uh, any, with therapy, everything I've well, gotten so back into too, mm. in, in person. Just because, I mean, even with this podcast, I basically told Annalise, never again on Zoom. And occasionally we still do it on Zoom. I am. I was so glad. To, I think outside's great because it feels <sighs> like we don't have to worry. Right. About, but for podcasts and for meeting people and hanging, it, it just it's makes a big difference so being in person. So much more comfortable. Especially, you're usually meeting someone for the first time on right. a podcast and you're, you're it, it's, it works and I'm glad it existed in the interim, but now for, for... Can't do it anymore. No. I'm really trying to push Zoom as far out of my realm as I possibly can. I think that's good. We've but got, I'm, yeah. I mean, we have this York peppermint patty. I have to reveal... You hate them. Despise. Everyone does. Do you, and you why, do like them? Why do you think I'm giving it to you? <laughs> I had a box of, I had a bag full of, Annalise likes it? Annalise, yes! take it. Take it. I had a full container of candy right. and I ate all of it except the York patties in the dark. So, yeah, these are, that's why these are in the gift bag. It's like uh, the texture, I don't mind mint. Yep. Uh, I don't, I love dark chocolate, but mint in that, form is what is that substance that's I in the agree. middle of these? It's it's so close to toothpaste. Right. It's something that's just always wet. It <laughs> makes no sense right, to me. What does that look like outside of the cho- how does that contain itself <laughs> oh, outside of the I don't chocolate? want to fall into that vat. It's not a vat. <laughs> I would have yeah, no yeah, I would know what happens if you fall in that I would go, oh, they're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that may be my at least like when you buy the variety Halloween pack or whatever. No not kid happening is for going, me. Get, <laughs> get me at the York. Get me the York. Except for Annalise. Annalise is... But even Annalise, uh, their body language was very... Um, I'll have the York. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it, was not, it was not hands the up. The Twix is gone. Correct. Uh, the Reese's sure, is gone. I'll have it. There was no jumping for joy happening. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the, the first candy you go for in a bag? I love a Milk Dud. Oh, interesting. I love a milk Milk Dud's probably like sixth on my list. Oh, my gosh. I love a Kit Kat. Is this oh, that of course. higher up for you? Uh, uh, very high on the list. And the Kit Kat is such a fascinating thing to me because of its uh, relationship to Japan. Are you familiar right. with this? Well, I love a matcha Kit Kat. Well, I- Japan loves Kit Kats because I think accidentally Kit Kat like means 
I want to say like good luck or something in Japanese. Accidentally? And so it's become a huge phenomenon there. What they a were great... the first ones with multi-flavored Kit Kats. Yeah, and that's I still feel where you get the coolest flavors. Right, like if, right. if you go to a specialty store and they have yeah. I love a jumbo Kit Kat. Oh, dark chocolate Kit Kat, white chocolate Kit Kat. <laughs> Around Easter, I love getting the single ones where you have some white, some oh, dark, I've never some had milk. This. Oh, like the bag has all yes. fantastic. I love a Kit Kat. What about you? What's so? I think Kit, it goes probably Kit Kat, Milk Dud, Swedish Fish for me. Interesting. Yeah, I love a Twix. I love a PB Twix. I love a Reese's. You're just absolutely frowning at all of I these. I think a Reese's you can't go wrong with. I can't blame you for that. The <laughs> Twix, then to PB Twix, I go. Oh my gosh! Uh, I, uh, <laughs> wow. I I guess I guess. Well, you know what? You're a cookie. You're you I'm, like a, I'm a cookie man first. I can respect that. <laughs> I can respect that. I, I am not a cookie person. You're not a cookie no. person. I know. It's sad. What, My like, life what is... desserts then? What's your, you're a cake, a pie? I like a pie. A cobbler? I like a cobbler. I like a, yeah, like a, a vegan treat. All cake right. is usually, cake and cookies to me are usually a bit overrated. Interesting. There's, I think it's easy to make a bad cookie and a bad cake. And I think a good cake or good cookie, of course, I'm not above that. But I think we, we're oversaturated with bad cookies and bad cakes. You've got to make them at home. You have, you have to, to make, make them at home. home. Uh, or go to a, an excellent baker. Yes. A brownie? Do you like a brownie? <laughs> wow. Well, we I are also, on such I'm different telling, pages. Look, you know, again, I, I I had an eating disorder for so long that I think that I I lost. There's like, right. I can't, I like, yes, I do like all of them, but I think it, there's so many things that I'm like, I probably like it, but I don't really sure. interact with it that right, much. Right, right. Whereas maybe... There's something controlled about a candy that makes me be like, I have re-interacted with candies. Before. Right. That's so, for me a cookie. It's a control with a, a cake. It's like I've got a pound of food sitting <laughs> yes, in front yes, of me. Yes, yes. A but cookie. It's like okay, this is. A- right, yeah, I'm like, I can, and maybe I don't know if that's good or bad that I'm like, oh, this is a, I can I control see that. it. Yes. I don't know. No, I think that's good. I think that's good. But I good. like that, like, as in the realm of treats, I'm like, if I bake nine cookies, I'm eating nine cookies. So <laughs> right. I've got to I've gotta keep away. Did you ever do a single cook? A single bake? I mean, the is listener what, knows. The is listener that what's happening tonight? Right now, every single night I'm baking a cookie. Oh. Except for, of course, tonight I've got the birthday cookie. Okay. But I'm firing up the oven. I need to get a smaller, like a one of those mini toaster oven things to bake. But it might be part of the ritual. You like the the, the, like the heat. wasting that much energy. <laughs> yeah, that might be your thing. Self-care. Kind of. Waste the energy. Come on. Um, okay, <laughs> interesting. So you're a single... That's nice. So you the, you smell it in the air. Yeah, smell it whole, in the air. Now I get it. That's a different story because you're getting the homemade cookie experience. Right. That is right. delicious. It's not like a bunch of crappy grocery store That's cookies. what I was kind of thinking. Like right. a, even... Yeah. There's no, although Bristol Farms does have, have you ever gotten that? I believe they've got a good cookie. They have there. that big, it's a big sort of oh. hunker of a thing and they're very well liked. I feel like there's a Bristol Farms in Pasadena. Is that? Could be. I, I don't know why I'm asking you as the expert. Like you're. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this is my, am I in Pasadena? I can tell you where I am. Is that where I am right now? <laughs> We're closer to Pasadena than the only Other Bristol one. Farms I'm aware of. So maybe I stop by Bristol Farms when I'm really feeling fancy. Yeah. Get myself a cookie. Yeah, and the, yeah, they're they're. I think they're like well, they're well, they're really large. They're, okay, I love a large. Yeah, coffee. they're kind of like the New York. What was Levain? They're coming like, to L.A. soon. Oh, okay. uh, look, I should run a cookie gazette. Yeah, I, uh, I've got my finger on the pulse of cookies are everywhere. You, I used to live right across in New York. I used to live right across from Milk. Oh, what are your thoughts on Milk? Milk has lost its way. Yeah, 
you know, it used there was a time when I thought milk made excellent treats. Yep. Now they've kind of gone to a factory format. Well, I'm even when you said Levain com- is coming here, I'm like, I wonder if that will lose some of the. It's it's a dangerous game. You, I look. I, this is something I've theorized in the past about in the past. They have frozen Levain cookies now, which is always that's like, the first step. That's right. A what are you doing? <laughs> you Why, we saw this happen with Mrs. Fields in 1991. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> you're so right. Rapid expansion is good for no one. No one. But maybe they've got control of it. We'll maybe, see. but it's true because like Levain, I remember the line that was, was kind of part of the appeal. Right. Well, I'm going to wait in this line. I'm going to yes. get it, and you're you're getting something that is in limited supply, and you feel and like you've earned you've it. Earned it. You you you. Yeah, it's an activity. Right, and there's like kind of a barrier in the way where it's like I can't do this every, every day. Yes, exactly. It's an event in my life, I think that that's important. Whereas the minute you can just pop pop a Levain in the oven, yeah. why am I waiting in line? It cheapens the experience. That said, I will go, and I have considered getting a job there just <laughs> in order to see how it works. So, can, like, see if there's any secrets they're putting right? in the rest. I honestly thought maybe I should look for an application online, just work there for a couple of weeks, get it under my belt, and move on with my wow. life. But I don't. I I feel like my resume at this point, it, they'd be like, "What? Why is he applying to?" <laughs> they would smell it. They would know. They would know something's going on with this person. Trying to steal our recipes. Yeah, I bet you're not the first. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're saying it out loud on a podcast. So they know I'm coming. Well, I, I used to. Did you ever work in food? I've or? worked in food. I've worked in bakeries. Okay. So, have you? What about you? Well, I, I worked at Butcher's Daughter for a while. Oh, and my there's God. There's one that just came. Like, I was walk. I was on my daily walk, and I said, Oh, my God, there's Butcher's Daughter. That's a nice place. It was nice. Yeah. Well, what did you do there? I was a waitress. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Did you enjoy working there? I loved working there because it was a really, yeah, like, um, I've had friends who work at places where it's very upscale and you have to know all. It was a really cool, casual place where I didn't right. ever feel. Like, I had to know much about wines or... Right. Maybe it's different now, but back then it was just kind of like, you want the avocado? The avocado toast is great. The kale Caesar is great. Green juice, call it a day. That's just, and then you yell, chef, put it on a plate. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> chef. Yes, chef. Yeah, I don't think I could work in a high stakes no, uh, me restaurant. Neither. Me neither. Like, I'm I work- more of like a, hey guys, how we doing? Yeah, I have 100%. to be able to lean. If I can't <laughs> lean, I'm not going to do a good job. I have to be able to make uh, countless mistakes throughout the <laughs> evening is basically what I have to be able exactly. to do and not have anybody scream at me too much. Exactly. Have you ever had a bad food job? Um, I mean, there, I think there are bad parts to every food right, job, I right. would say. But I inherently don't feel I've ever had a... Oh, an entirely bad food job. I worked at the, like, um, at the beach at the concession stand. Ooh, that's fun That was really fun with my cousin. Um, Were you selling, like, corn dogs? Yeah, like fries and chicken fingers. Yeah. And then I worked at Ben & Jerry's. Oh, wonderful. Um, Never worked in an ice cream store. I feel like I would have thrived. Yeah, you would have, I think you would have liked it. Um, But it definitely changes your relationship to ice cream, for sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Yes. I've been to one ice cream store in Massachusetts outside of Boston that's kind of famous. Okay, yes. They have like, I feel like they have a go-kart track or something. Oh, I wish I could remember the name. <laughs> oh, feels- delicious ice cream. I mean. Oh, nice. There's a lot of good ice cream back east. Newport Creamery? No. no that's Rhode Island, kind of maybe. a weird name. Like Wrigley's? a family name or something. Mm-mm. Okay. But it's not springing to either of our minds. No. It must not be that good. No. And then yeah, Butcher's Daughter. Those were my those were my main stomping grounds. Right, right. Also, once I knew 
a menu of a place. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. Of course, I've uh, learned like, it. Yeah, I've learned it. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'll ride this as long as I possibly can. Exactly. I miss uh, things about food service. Same. I miss the control. Uh, like, just knowing what I'm doing all the time. I think it's incredibly, yeah, if do you have a, 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 a sometimes like overactive, do you have any anxiety? Oh, yeah, of or, course, of course. I think it's a really good job for anxiety because it's like you had tasks and, and there was a place for your brain to focus on. You have to remain focused. You have to remain focused. It's meditative in a mm-hmm. way. And you're, you're, um, you're moving a lot and you're connecting with people. And yeah, I really, I liked it. I mean, I remember also days being like. It's extremely hard. It's extremely hard. It's such it's extremely difficult hard. work. Yeah. But there's kind of no time to think about your own problems. That's right. Which is nice. That's right. Yeah, it's very, um, yeah. I actually, it's funny you said this. The other day, I, do you feel you still have some special skills from it? Like, I, like the other day, for example, I like went into a room knowing I needed to whatever, get scissors or something. And then I forgot. But I knew, like your brain clocks when you have something to do and you haven't done it yet. Uh-huh. I feel that's a real lesson learned from waiting. Oh, where you're interesting. Like, someone asked for, you know, someone, like, you always know, have I done everything in my mind? Like, did someone ask for ketchup and I didn't get it? Right, your, right. your brain, like, it weighs on you slightly. And oh, I feel that's... I still have that. So if I'm at home and I'm like, what did I need to order? Or what did I need to, it, yeah. I feel yeah. like I probably had that up until a point, And then my, my, I feel like I've just fully it lost my mind. It went yes. like, we don't need this anymore. Yes. <laughs> but I wish I still had that skill. Now I just think, I know there's something I have to do and I'll, I guess that's not going to happen because I will not remember it. <laughs> right, and right. it'll just haunt me for a week and then it'll but probably- But no one will yell at me and yeah. so it'll be fine. Right, right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely cut a sandru- sandwich pretty well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you were at a place where you kind of- Because I, I don't think one I- One job I had to make sandwiches. Oh, and you had to- Table service or was it that all behind the a, counter? It was like a cafe. So Fun. it was like, I was all over the place. Ever- doing everything. Doing everything. And oh, then there stressful. were table service where I was- the most I did was scoop curry into a bowl. Okay, yes. So, yeah. And do, did you have one that you liked most? I loved the working at the Thai food place. Oh. The food was so good. Oh. Uh, it's fun running around to table to table. Yeah. There, I had very few complaints about that. I, I mean, it can be high stress. Yes. Valentine's Day is a nightmare. Yes. Uh, but, yeah. Wow. I think it's time we should play a game. Oh, please. Let's play a game called Gift Master. I think we haven't played this in a minute. I need a number between one and ten from you. Seven. Okay, I have to do some light calculating. Yep. Right now, you can promote, recommend, do whatever oh. you want with the mic. I'll be okay, right back. Okay, great. Um, Trader Joe's. <laughs> I can't recommend it enough. No, I did a special called No Bad Days on Peacock. It's an hour special about losing my dad. It's funny. It's sad. It's like a one-woman show kind of vibe. If you're into that thing, go pop over to Peacock and watch. And I'm on a show called... Flappish Misdemeanors, which is on Showtime. I'm in season two. I play Sydney. If you don't see me in the first episode, fear not. I'm not there yet, but I'm coming. And it's going to be fun. What else? You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Alyssa Limp. And that's where I, I just, that's where I spend most of my time. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Look at that. Listener, go watch the special. Alyssa's so funny. Oh. Watch Flatbush Misdemeanors. Thank Did you, you work with Jordan Kim at all? Yes. I love Jordan Kim. I love Jordan Kim. One of my favorite people of all He's time. He's fabulous. He did, there's a great uh, one-er. There's this great, amazing one shot. And he, it's my favorite shot of the show. And He's he, an he excellent did it. director. He's incredible. He, uh, yeah, everything he does is so special. Yeah, so. he's great. Um, okay, this is how Giftmaster works. 
Uh, I'm going to name three gifts, three things you can give away, mm-hmm. and I'm going to name three celebrities. Oh, great. You're going to tell me which celebrity will give which gift and why. Wonderful. Okay, so— the, What happens if I don't know one of the celebrities? Will we— uh, We'll pick another help. celebrity. Okay, great, great. Or uh, I, I'm happy to explain. I can well. call a friend. I feel, yeah, you can, have, you can call me. Okay, great. Uh, the gifts you'll be giving are, uh, number one, lunch at Costco. Oh, dream. We love the Costco yes. cafe. Uh, number two— and this is an interesting one, a polarizing micro mini. So it's a yeah. micro mini <laughs> that people, some people love. Some, Wait, what's a micro mini? Uh, an extremely small mini skirt. Oh, I feel like uh, in the last <laughs> few months, I saw a headline that was like, this person was wearing a polarizing micro mini. <laughs> I actually know exactly what you mean because I've thought about ordering it and then being like, that, no, I'm like decorating my house with pumpkins. It's not the time for that. That time has passed. <laughs> yeah, so you will be giving a, one of the uh, people today a, a polarizing Beautiful. micro mini. Some people are going to be screaming, <laughs> wear that micro mini. Some people are going to be like, it's not working for you. <laughs> Great. Uh, and number three is horrible breath. Oh, so. that's so, uh, something they just have to live with. A little bit of a, uh, yeah. A little challenge a gift for and them. a curse uh, with that one. But More eventually. <laughs> Uh, but today with, it's a gift. It's a gift for this person. It's a uh, something for them to overcome. Their life will be different. There's, some, there's different. novelty is fun. Yes. Okay. Uh, the people, celebrities you'll be giving them to are, number one, Jackie Chan. We love Jackie Chan, interna- international star. Number two, Lisa Barlow. Do you know who this is? She's a real housewife of Salt Lake City. Uh, enough. I okay, know enough. enough I, think, I think that's enough. She loved, I, I'll tell you a little more. She loves fast food. She drinks so much diet soda. Her family all looks pretty sick. Uh, and number three, Jenna Bush Hager. Jenna Bush Hager. Okay, wonderful. I know it. I got it. I think. Oh, can I can I have a moment? And you you can some have things? a moment. Okay, I great, mean, great, and great. I can can I can give you some more information about Lisa Barlow. She has a tequila brand. Uh, she is a convert to the Mormon Church. Uh, I kind of think I have to give her. The bad breath, because I think there's something very fun. I don't really watch the real housewives, but I feel there's a lot of sort of yelling and fights. And I like the idea of, she told me I had bad breath. She said, what? And then that's the whole thing, the whole season. She like, I hit her in the face because she said I had bad breath. How dare she? But everyone knows she behind the screens, they're all going, the girl has bad breath and she should take care of it. You know, I think it would be good TV. I think it would be fun. Um, And it seems like she kind of likes fast food. So it could, yeah, draw attention to, uh, yeah, anyway, okay. You so, should be producing Housewives. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I, you have a, a season-long arc already. I, already. That's going to lead to so many attacks. Yes, yes, yes. So I think that would be fun. Um, I think we give, was it Jenna Bush? Uh, Jenna Bush Hager, yes. Jenna Bush Hager. I think we give her the, I think we give her the mini. Oh, she's a polarizing micro mini. I think we give her the polarizing micro mini because I think it would be, uh, I don't, I, I'm not sure if I'm picturing the right one, but I, What's the one she I'm has a twin, right? And I can't remember her twin's right. name. But I'm picturing both of them in like very sort of turtleneck sweaters, right. very sort of uh, slack. Very waspy. And I think it would be kind of fun to, to be like, did you see what Jenna Bush was wearing? And I was like, that was kind of, that was kind of, I kind of liked it. The other person like, I think that was too short. And it might make you go, Jenna Bush Hager can wear that polarizing miniskirt. God damn it. I'm going to wear this. I'm going to wear this, this tiny black dress. I think it might push people to go out of their comfort zone style-wise if Jenna Bush Hager is wearing a polarizing It's mini. kind of her saying, be your be authentic self. your authentic self. Yes. And then Jackie Chan, I'm putting him in Costco because I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking he, he might have, he might have some fun in there. Right. There's a lot of like, maybe he could 
fight like a like a he, Jackie Chan fight scene, fight scene in, a in a Costco, and the, I'm seeing like the the sort of the big metal um, structure structure things, falling right. and, and going down. And people oh. going oh, and yeah, I think it could be kind of kind of fun. And also, Costco has a great lunch. And I love Jackie Chan, so he might just right. enjoy a nice lunch at. He kind at of Costco. seems like a Costco dad to me. I think he does. He, he has, he has a bit got a of membership. That vibe. I don't think he would. I don't think he'd have to get a guest pass. I think no, he, yeah. absolutely. He's yeah. in there. He's pushing the giant cart. Yes. Yeah. And then he's like, a fight breaks out and he's dashing across the tops of the like bulked paper towels exactly. or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That. Swinging from the, the rafters of one to the other. Yeah. Perfectly given. Thank you so much. I, Thank I mean, you so much. Truly. And especially, so what a special round of that. You barely know who Lisa Barlow <laughs> is and you gave her the exact gift she needed she, or that she may already have. We Wow. Yes, yes, yes. God yes. only knows. I'm gonna. She's gonna find that. Did you hear what that girl said about me on the podcast? <laughs> she gave me bad breath. <laughs> That's all I want in the world is also, for this podcast to, to spark a fight on Housewives. Also, I like know that there's Housewives from tons of regions, but in my head, they all have this accent. Like, <laughs> they kind they, of do. They, I mean, Lisa basically does have that. Accent. Doesn't matter where you are in the world if you're a, if you're a real housewife, you have this accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, excellently played. Thank um, you so much. This is the last segment of the podcast. It's called I Said No Emails. People write into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. They bring problems and they kind of just dump them at my doorstep. Uh, expecting on. answers. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so let's answer something here. Um, this says, Hello, Bridger and disrespectful guest. <laughs> my husband and I just bought a condo in a large building. Brag. I know, come on. <laughs> okay, you're doing great. Uh, you don't condo, need our- big building. Didn't buy it in a small All building. building yeah. <laughs> as that large building money. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't move in for another six plus weeks, but I already know we'll, we'll need to do some fairly major construction. Oh, wow. So not only are they buying the condo, they're not satisfied. They're not satisfied. The wall's got to go. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So number one, is it bad form for our first introduction to the neighbors to be telling them we'll be doing construction? Number two, Mm. when meeting the new neighbors, we share walls with, I think, two units. What is an appropriate gift to bring? We don't have an oven, hence the construction. Hmm. So it sounds like they bought a condo without an oven. Uh, these people don't know how to buy a condo. Yes. Uh, so I can't bake anything, but store... Oh, this is interesting. But store-bought food feels lazy. We've kind of already touched we, yes. on the subject. Uh, the only thing I know about one neighbor is that they like lawn tchotchkes, uh, think little flags with fall leaves, pumpkins, a little skip. What is happening? What's happening? This was not planned. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, the magic. Wow, the synergy. Ma- yeah, uh, we're all more connected than we think. Yeah, we really are. The simulation brings us together. Mm-hmm. Thanks in advance for your help, and that's from uh, Audra. Oh, I so, love that name. Yeah, great name. Uh, Audra and her husband. They've got two questions here. Number one, uh, is it bad form to tell the neighbors there's going to be construction? Uh, yes, I think it is. I think that this should come as a surprise to the neighbors. <laughs> I think these neighbors are living their their lives in these beautiful condos in a large building. I don't think they should be given any heads up. And you know what I think too? You don't have to apologize for existing. It's like you, your place doesn't have an oven. That's not on you. you. Like you have to do construction. If you're talking to your neighbors and chatting with them, it kind of reminds me of when people are on planes and they have babies and they like give everyone gift bags because their baby might cry. Is that a thing? Yes, I see that on Twitter all the time, and I'm like, that's very nice, but you don't have to. You don't have to do that. It's okay. Gift bags? What's in these gift bags? Like, here's a... It's like always a, like... There's a new iPhone, <laughs> uh, AirPods. If you'll please forgive us for, for our <laughs> child. Here's, yeah. Here's a new car. <laughs> um, I guess I would say if it... I would say introduce yourself, like, 
before that. And then you'll chat about the construction. I don't know if you have to be like, hi, I'm so sorry. Right. Don't stop apologizing before there's a problem. I think so. I think, and also you make this huge racket for what will probably be months. The neighbors are going to, they're going to despise this kind of faceless person that lives there. They're going to start thinking bad things about you. They're going to really have the worst possible imagination Great of you. point. Then you show up and wow them in a huge way and they feel terrible. Yes. They think, oh, I shouldn't have uh, thought that Audra and husband are so awful. I Now they feel like the bad person. And now they're kind of in debt to you forever. Okay, the only thing I will say now that we say this <laughs> is I'm thinking I only know rentals. And I'm like, when someone, like, because I this happened to me, they were doing construction on the bottom unit and my landlord did give notice. Oh, and I did appreciate it because I remember I had like a meeting that I cared about and I was like, right. I'm going to go somewhere else. <laughs> so I wonder in purchasing, is there... Oh, there's no one above you. I guess it's on you. There's no like building manager or anything. Right. Yeah. It's hard to say. So hard maybe, to say. Well, could you combine the gift with it? Could you kind of go with the gift, introduce yourself and then say like, by the way, we're going to be doing construction. Maybe it's more that. Maybe it's not an apology. It's more just like. By the way. By the way. What do you think? Because now you, I'm you telling, live in a, I'm telling Audra, let it be the biggest possible surprise. You think biggest possible surprise. A huge racket. Uh, inconvenience the entire building for months. And then... Become kind of a villain in everyone's mind. And then not you've got something to work on. You've got to win everybody over. But also, once you do win them over, it's going to be so satisfying for everyone. That's... I like that. Their lives have basically been ruined by this person they've never met, this shadowy figure that's making all of these construction then, calls. Then boom, the most fun game night they've ever had in their lives. <laughs> and they go, holy shit. I'm so glad they got this oven. I'm so glad they got this oven because how good were yeah. those Levain take-home cookies? <laughs> we know that those were just reheated in the oven. That's And that's something for them to talk about when they get home. Now, in terms of the gift. Yeah, what do you give? I mean... I'm a big candle person. You love a candle? I love You're candle. A, you, you do like to give a candle as a gift. Because I think... A candle is something that it's like food in that it's it's used. Right. So you're not giving someone something right. that's like you don't know someone's decorative style. Mm -hmm. They don't have to have this forever. It's temporary. Right. But it's yeah. Candles are kind of in the same category for me as gift cards where they were kind of for a while it was like you don't give that unless you don't know the person. It's right. thoughtless. I think a candle is an excellent gift and I think we need to stop talking about them as a bad gift. I agree. And and especially if it's a night like a nice candle, maybe it's no there's no phosphates or it's like an organic. Right. I think that's good too. You don't want right. to get one that's like just perfumey. Right. Like or one that's be... like uh, I've seen like movie night where it's supposed to smell like <laughs> popcorn or something. It's like please get don't that give a... away from not me. the movie night. Yeah. But yeah, if not that, I mean, what's your what's your go-to? I mean, this person likes a tchotchke, but I, do, I feel like if you show up with like a little flag, it's like, it kind of makes you look like you think less of them. I think so. Like, oh, I know you like your little tacky things out front. Here's another uh, flamingo or what totally. have you. Uh, no, I think when it's a new neighbor, it's somebody you don't really know. I think, you know, a candle, some sort of nice soap. Um, oh, a nice soap is nice. An Aesop soap? Oh, yeah. I mean... It, nobody can deny that. Nobody can deny... It's classy. You, an Aesop soap, you you don't... I don't want to buy that for myself. It's too expensive of to buy course. for myself. But I, it would be such a thrill to have. Of course. And yeah. then, like, you put it in your bathroom and everyone Everyone's thinks like, you bought it. That's a... That's... If you guys have Aesop money, which you do, because you're getting a condo in a big building... And gutting it. And gutting it And working pieces. on it for years, years until it's the dream home. The least you can do is an Aesop soap. 
I mean, I think what we ultimately need to think about here, Audra, is that by the time this beautiful condo is done, you will have driven all of these neighbors away. <laughs> so the gift ain't going to help. Save your <laughs> no, money no. and go to Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be living in an empty, a huge empty building in your little dream home and forget the neighbors. <laughs> Don't tell them anything. Just let them go. I think we answered that perfectly. Yep. Good we... luck and congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome home, Audra and husband. Yes. I've had such a wonderful Me time too. with you. I've what got a treat. And what a fantastic thing. A charming little orange pumpkin. Ugh. We'll take a picture with it. Uh, you can hold my the pumpkin I already had. We've got matching That's pumpkins. That's sort of better version of my gift. I don't think yours is the... I think that they compliment. They do. They do. Uh, I, uh, you know, I'm a classic person. I love an orange pumpkin. So I, you, you saw my heart. You can't go wrong. And uh, yeah, I've just had a terrific time. Same. Thank you for being here. I, I have some final words, if you don't mind. I would love some final words. Baby, book the flight. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, you don't have to hear anything else. This is the end of the podcast. You've got to get on your favorite website or contact your travel agent. Get going. Book the flight. I'll see you again soon. Well, you'll hear me again soon. I don't know how podcasts work. I love you so much. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an Exactly Right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by John Bradley. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Cotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? I invited you here Thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!